0: Hello, my name is Jimmy Johnson Bartleman, and welcome back to Isaac Space, the place where we talk about surviving suicide and what that means for the ones that were left behind. It's a hard road we have to travel after surviving the loss of someone we love. These are just my messages along the way, and I hope it's helpful, and I hope it's meaningful to you, and I hope somehow it helps you get through your day. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for sticking around. I just want to talk today about dreams. Lately, I've been having dreams about Isaac and his last week with me, the things that were going on in his life, and I keep replaying these scenarios in my head, and it's all coming out in my dreams, and I don't know exactly why that they're coming through like that. Maybe it's just remorse, and maybe it's just sorrow and grief, my body's way of dealing with things but it's been really hard on me and I've been over emotional and over sensitive to other people around me and even angry at times with the ones that I love and the people that surround my life on a daily basis and it's hard you know and uh these dreams are very vivid and it just makes me replay the scenario that happened and it's just hard you know, and I just don't know how to deal with the emotions of it all, and I'm trying to learn how to deal with it, and, you know, it's helpful that I'm on medication, and helpful that I'm able to talk to people, and, but it's not the same as having him here, and being able to talk to him, and just being able to express myself. Isaac was a very special part of my life, and I could speak to him, and he was really in touch with his emotions and in touch with his sensitivity and he was very loving and very understanding and a good ear to listen. And even though he was only 14, he was a really good friend to me and I really miss him. And some days are harder than others. And these particular days are worse than I've had in a while. And we're coming up nearing on the one year anniversary of him leaving and i um, dealing with that as well and I just trying to make the best out of life right now and I know that it's difficult and it's going to be difficult as I approach that one year mark But I know that I need to keep pushing forward for my other kids sakes and for my sake and for my family my life just got to be that way so I don't know exactly what to do about the whole situation about the dreams I don't know how to deal with it because they keep happening and I'm gonna to have to do more research and figure out what's going on there see if there's I'm sure there's underlying issues why wouldn't there be losing someone you love so so precious to you it's just difficult for your mind to wrap itself around and it comes out in our dreams and it's just hard to deal with I think it's difficult enough losing someone you love it's even more difficult I believe when it was their choice it was their time they thought to go When someone chooses to end their life, to end their time with us here, it's hard to understand why. I think that's why my brain is so confused. Isaac was a happy kid. He made everybody laugh. He made everybody smile. He was always telling jokes. He was always doing magic tricks. He was always making everybody else's life more happy. And yet he faced his own demons and faced his own struggles inside. Kids can be cruel these days. It was his first year in public school. But really, even the students weren't his biggest bully. And I'm not here to say who that bully was, but I hope that person gets what's coming to them. And I don't mean ill will on anybody, but I do feel that the person out there that made his life a living hell should have to pay for it, should have to have, he should have some justification for his life. I loved Isaac and I miss him every day. I miss having him here to tell stories to. He would always laugh at my jokes could always joke around together I would always I would always tell him don't die that was always our motto I taught a kids climbing club and that was our motto be careful don't die I would say it every day Isaac would do crazy stunts and things say be careful don't die and then he did He chose to die. He chose to take his own life. And I know mental illness was the cause of it because I suffer from it, too. He was the happiest kid I knew, that he loved everybody, that everybody loved him. He was 14 years old, and he chose to take his own life. There isn't much I wouldn't do to go back to that day, to save my son, to hug him and tell him how much I love him and how proud of I, I am of the person he's become. And I hope that he's looking down on me and is proud of me, too, for carrying on, for keeping on. I miss him every day. He was 14 years old. He hadn't even experienced life yet. Yet everybody loved him. Everybody cared about him. I just don't think he knew how much mental illness is a horrible, horrible thing. And we need to be the voice. We need to be the ones to speak up and stop the silence of it. It's killing our kids. It's killing the ones we love. I've had enough death in my life. I want to live again. I want to be happy for my son. And some days I am. Some days the memories of him are more than enough to carry me through my day. But other days it's hard. I haven't been podcasting lately because... I guess I've been more emotional, more sensitive. But I got to know that it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be human. And it's okay to tell the world how I feel, to reach out. So maybe my story can help someone else Maybe Isaac's story can be the change someone needs. As we continue on our journey of life, we carry him with us everywhere we go. He'll always have a place in our family. Even though he's not physically here, emotionally, he's always going to be with us. That's what we have to remember. To carry our loved ones with us. They never left us if we carry them with us. And it's hard. I love them so. I miss you, Isaac. Thanks for listening.